Want to help keep the lights on in Anarchy Basement? Then go to PRLfans.com. There you can find links to Patreon, PayPal, our Bitcoin info, and other ways to help support the podcast. Now, enjoy the show. The state, and I know I'm a slave. We can make a break, break the power, break the power. Whoa. Welcome to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode number 400. That's right. 400 of these bad boys. Wow. That's Woo! right. We're doing wow. this thing since, what, tax day 2015 when you got started? Here We're already at episode 400. Day. Yeah. That's when we get started. We're, just, we're a bunch of secret feds. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, important does 400 shows in like a week. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this is small potatoes. Minor leagues. So, so I'm Otto, and tonight we have a jam-packed. It's it's the huge, as Alex huge, said. Huge. <laughs> um, so I'm uh, here with Jared Schneiderman. What's up, guys? Alex Schlegel. Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> and uh, the senior government analyst, James Babb. Hello. And, oh, the Latino libertarian, Olga Maria. It's me. The, the rightful chair of Connecticut, I will say. <laughs> Connecticut, Vermont, Vermont, Vermont. <laughs> oh. well, you know, they, you got to annex Vermont. things. I'll take Connecticut too. I'm a conquistador. No, I, I'll take Connecticut. I had, I had Connecticut on my mind earlier. It's fine. Sorry, my bad. That's fine. It's live. We can't fix it. All right. So uh, we don't edit the show at all. Nope. Nice. <laughs> and uh, the one, the only Brian McWilliams. Yellow. <laughs> Happy four hundred pounds. Yeah. Four. Thanks. Which I presume is what you weigh, Otto. I saw you in person. <laughs> I knew it. So I, I knew someone. I knew someone was going to say it. I should have known. Body it was positive. We're going body positive. It's cool. I didn't know you could see in between blowing Chippendales dancers. I didn't know you. Could uh, that was in Vegas, not in Reno. Let's be oh, specific. <laughs> Healthy at any size. Look, hey, it's it's Gay Pride Month. We all are going to do our part. Exactly right. And whether no, that's so, parting I, people's asses or parting your mouth, it just it doesn't matter. Whatever you could give or take, or take, or take, absolutely. So uh, we're all COVID free. All right, we survived the the Reno the Reno variant. I caught it. Did you guys get know. it? Oh, you did. No, I got I it. Oh yeah, I got it. I ca- I came back. Well, anywhere it. Mises go, anywhere Mises caucus goes is going to be a super, super spreader, spreader event. event. Yeah, right? I mean, clearly. Isn't that just kind of the rule now? Did you get like? Did you legitimately have it, or you were just sick? No, I legit had it. I felt. I mean, I I started feeling it the last day. I left on Sunday, and my throat was like ultra scratchy, and I was like, ah, fuck. And I got back, and then uh, yeah, I took a test, and uh, which I usually don't do. It was the first time I took that it was positive. But I took a test because my wife had to go and my kid had to go to daycare. I was like, all right, I'll just do it. And then uh, took the test, and then I started feeling fine after two days though, and then. All good. I was like, it was very weak. It's weak COVID. It's all yeah. those bodily <laughs> fluids getting exchanged at the convention. I'm sure it was just, you know, it's just hazardous in general. Yeah. Everybody yeah. had it. And I think I got the vid. That was probably the best thing you could catch there. Really? You think you got it? I mean, I'm not going to test. I mean, I don't care. But no. I mean, it could have been a convention. It could have been, I don't know, driving 40 some hours across the country both ways. So in a van with please. four dudes. So. How many times have you had that, Alex? Like five times? What's that? How times I, have you had COVID? I don't know. I, I've had I mean, it a couple times. I've only had it twice. I've only, I, got, I had the Mises tent variant at Porkfest. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I had the, I got the, it from uh, there. the Samaroff the Samaroff variant. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> what do they call on this one? The uh, the re- the the Reno variant or what? Yeah, yeah, the Reno variant. Well, they I don't know. Yeah, the Reno. <laughs> no, it was it was it was crazy how many people just were popping positive. Uh, and I sat the guy I sat on the airplane with. We flew. We had the same flight out there and back, and we didn't know it. Like we didn't plan it or anything. I just saw him at the airport, and he's like, "Oh, this is my flight." I'm like, "Me too." And uh, we we uh, flew out from from Baltimore. I sat on the plane with him both ways, right next to him the entire time, and he had COVID, and I didn't. Did you guys That's join weird, the Mile High Club? No, 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 no. <laughs> I took a bunch of blue what a missed chew. opportunity. <laughs> I took a bunch of blue chew when I went to Orlando, and I went in the bathroom and took myself to the Mile High Club. So <laughs> that was that's a lot of info. You need to take blue chew just to jerk off on an airplane. I just yeah, come on, man. If you're in an airplane bathroom, I just get immediately yeah. hard. I don't need any special help. Yeah, <laughs> just because being in that tiny bathroom makes my dick feel huge. You know? It's exotic. <laughs> what Shaq must feel like in you know regular bathrooms. <laughs> yeah, this shit, this shit is really, really small. Those bathrooms. This thing, I, yeah, I can't say that. I, I went to the bathroom on an airplane. Yeah, well, I mean, you had a five-hour flight. You got to piss. I don't man. care, dude. I just it shuts down, and I'm just when as soon as I land, it's like right into the fucking bathroom. Well, good for you. It's just magic, but, dude. It's like I do the yes, same thing when I go camping. Well, Alex, so when you're Alex older grew. and your prostate is enlarged, it'll be different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Things to look forward to, Jared. Can't wait. Yeah. So, Olga, did you fly or drive out? Oh no, we flew. There was no okay. way we were driving. She doesn't. I originally she's an insane person. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not crazy like Alex. I originally did think about it, but. Um, it's fucking far. And I was just like with gas prices, I was like, it's going to end up being the same if we fly out there. It was crazy. Um, talking about flying and bathrooms, it's an experience to be in the bathroom when there, when there's turbulence happening on the plane and the thought crosses your mind, like I'm going to go down in the plane while I'm in the bathroom. It's pretty scary. I don't want to fly again. Like like blue stuff all over it. Like when they find it in the wreckage. (laughs) (laughs) There was some crazy bitch in the bathroom when this plane went down. Well, apparently there's Um, a lot of turbulence. There's a lot of turbulence going out to, that's what the the pilot told us going out to Reno and Vegas. Cause we had a coming back. It was so bad. And I, I mean, I'm in the bathroom standing up, having to like prop my shoulders. So I didn't fall because it's, each time I only went like twice to the bathroom and each time we hit turbulence and I'm sitting there like fumbling maybe, around in the bathroom. Maybe it was probably. actually your just side to side movement as you walked down the aisle that was actually no, causing no. The, the, the disturbance. I kept it I kept it tight, man. I I I, I moved I'm like quick like a cat. Like I can just no Well you've ever seen uh what what's that white ninja movie with uh with Chris Farrell or yeah, not Chris man. Farrell? Oh, Chris, Chris Farley. Uh, Chris Farley, yeah. Beverly Hills Ninja. Yeah, yeah. yeah Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> yeah. God Great film. Now that now right. that the uh, the takeover is complete, maybe the conventions will be back on the East Coast and like where near where the Libertarians are. Again. Where they should be. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, man. It's well. Yeah, the takeover was complete. Uh, I I got elected as the Region Five alternate. How about yeah, Philly for the next? Room. How about Philly for the next convention? That's where the next PA convention. Uh, how does it feel be? to have all that power? No, no, not not the PA convention, the national convention. Oh, DC. No, it's in DC. I'm, DC I'm, is the next. I one. want the national convention oh. in Vermont. Well, at least at least <laughs> DC is. Easier. I'm going to host it. Do it. 
Let's do it in your basement, not tell anybody you're having it. You you have no idea. I have 12 acres. I'll make it happen. I'll get a bunch of yurts and stuff. You guys can bring tents. We'll we'll make it fun. We'll we'll make it a festival convention. You know what I think about Vermont? uh, We have a lot lot of beautiful ski resorts here that can hold a convention of a thousand plus people. It would be awesome in the middle of the mountains. And then we can go shooting. Like, it'll be perfect. I think of Vermont as like New Hampshire's hippie cousin. You know, it's like <laughs> kind of, they're kind of good, but they're also cousin, like, yeah. eating and stuff. Yeah, you know? unfortunately. I, so on the way to Porkfest, I didn't realize we didn't go into New Hampshire at all until it was time to turn into, what is that? Uh, not um, Lancaster. Lancaster. Lancaster, New Hampshire. Yeah. It was, I, I mean, we literally just, it was almost like New Hampshire was like, fuck you. I don't want 95. You go on that side of the river. <laughs> and it's just, you just drive straight up through Vermont the entire time. And oh, 91. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it 91? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it was, it was, a, that was a quite a journey. Wait, I'm that excited. was like 12 so who, hours. Which convention? Who's going up? This is Porkfest. Oh, to get to Porkfest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Are, are any of you guys going to Porkfest? I'm excited. I'll be at Porkfest. I'm going. Yeah. I have, I got three out. hotel rooms. If anybody needs a hotel room, I have to cancel them. So if you try to get oh. one and you don't have one, I have three of them at the best. Lo- it's like the, cause the hotel you could walk to right down the road because we were oh, going to wow. go. But then the flights are like $780 or something round trip from L.A. So I'm like, no, screw it. Mm. And then you got to rent a car. That, you, can, you can sell those hotel rooms and make a pretty penny right now because everything uh, is true. true. I'm selling if you wanted to. Nah, I'm not. I'm a good person. I'll just let them go. I just didn't know if there's anybody I personally know that would want them. I can let you know the like the minute I cancel and be like, go now. And they'll be available and you can grab it. Yeah, it's because it's, um, it's sold out the past couple of years. Um, I had yeah. to share a campsite with a couple of people. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I don't think I'm I have space in my campsite and I uh, well, I'm holding two tickets for Karen Ann and her husband in case they come. But otherwise, I will be renting them out by the day. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, yeah, Reno Reset, guys. What, uh, Brian, what was your highlight of the weekend? Of the I mean, it had Reno to just Reset. be the, I, I think, from the very first vote uh, on, you know, getting into people in the Mises caucus, I was just like, this is going to be a route. And I was just enthused at how much of a route it was. I mean, everything was like 70 percent and up, except for a couple of different couple. A couple of the uh, elections were tight. I guess Josh Smith was like a runoff between because Mises was split on a candidate. But otherwise, man. Just the enthusiasm about people uh, just getting fired up to take over, change things. And, you know, it was it was an unbelievable amount of positive change that I, I thought it would be a lot tighter. I didn't realize just how much Mises had really captured the environment. So that was awesome to see, man. I think uh, I think that and then just seeing Nick Sarwark be a be a bitch the whole time. <laughs> just a, a total bitch. Yeah, it was very nice to see. Did you want to play the Starwalk? theatrical performance so everybody's probably heard about it but he claimed that he was assaulted now this was the sunday uh the last day of convention we were kind of in overtime i guess this was after the Mm -hmm. 3 p.m hard stop so he was trying to stall he was doing all his antics going around to all the mics and i believe it was is it ryan brown Otto from uh, north carolina he was going he was following the whole time with a gopro uh, just because he was just pulling this shenanigans at all the uh, yeah. microphones. But I have the video in there 
uh, Jared. Yeah, there it is. That's the one. But this was uh, oh shit. That happened right in front of me. Right in front of him. Oh shit, Andrew. Yeah, Andrew from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Yeah. Yeah, Oh hell yeah. Upper Peen. Yeah. Yeah, he got COVID too. Oh shit. (laughs) Yeah, everyone there got COVID. I don't have the. uh, You're gonna have to send the. uh, Oh, sorry, dude. It's uh, on my. Yeah, I got Uh, it. Yeah. So he. um, So yeah, he was just pulling all his antics at the mic. Going around. So his, at that point, he was just trying, just trying to disrupt whatever. Yeah, it was desperation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, because at that point, we were trying to push through bylaw changes. Um, it was after they removed the pro-choice plank, after we removed the the repugnant and bigotry bullshit, removed that line, and went with. Why, the did, why did that line get removed, and why do you think that was bullshit? I uh, just, it's just, I just don't think it, it, because it's used to bludgeon those in the Mises caucus. It's used to bludgeon anybody who is not woke or who doesn't, right. you know, it, in it, what way? I guess I've never, I, since, I don't know, I'm, I'm, a, well, I'm not involved, but I'll, I'll give you an instance. Oh, they wanted, heart. at one point they were going after people, you know, like Tom Woods and others with this kind of horse shit. You have to sign this pledge that you're anti-racist, you know, you, uh, you hate bigotry and whatever else, but it was just basically, a bullshit well, I remember that. that. But what does that right? have to do with the platform? I, well, I think that's kind of tied in. That was their strategy, at least in my opinion, is to use the platform within the strategy to force people to sign this this pledge. And if they dare to resist, then you can kind of bludgeon them with it. I think that was well, one the of the things that led to that. doesn't make any sense. There's all kinds of well, stuff the in other, the platform nobody the has other to sign on to. Right. Well, that's the, the point, other, though. And they, and they don't have to, but they were using it as a tactic right. to attack people. And it was the sword the of the of world that, going after. Yeah. Right. To, to basically accuse people of not being libertarian. Like it was people who are in their their little castles saying, you know, you you are repugnant. You're a bigot, whatever. And say and basically using it to say these people are not libertarian because they are whatever or they don't use the right words. Um, and basically some, some might interpret this as a, you know, like, let's open the door for 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 bigots. Not, right? No, no, no. Make yeah. feel more no, well, here, here. Let's read, read the platform. The, so like so. Cohen read. Um, so Cohen, I got to leave and come back to, like, grant this thing access again. So just oh, me. boy. All right. Well, so to pretty much. OK, we wanted this line removed. Because it was it was literally used as a weapon. It's been used as a weapon. It doesn't fit at all. If you read the whole platform about it, it's a really good platform. But then all of a sudden, it's just got this line where it's just like, yeah, it's a virtue is signal. It's a virtue signal. It yeah. it doesn't have meaning outside of virtue signaling, and it really so, didn't belong in our platform for that purpose. So either. Spike Cohen offered to an amendment, and we re- so I mean, if you read this amendment, I don't see how you could be upset about removing that plank. It more clearly flows with it. Uh, I don't know if you want to read it, Alex. Oh yeah, it wasn't even the plank. It was just removing that sentence from yeah, it. Yeah, just that the, sentence. Not the rash. Uh, irrational. We bigotry is irrational, repugnant. But it's so now it's. Uh, 3.5 rights and discrimination libertarians embrace the concept that all people are born with certain inherent rights we reject the idea that natural right can ever impose an obligation upon others to fulfill that right we uphold and defend the rights of every person regardless of their race ethnicity or any other aspect of their identity government should neither deny nor bridge any individual's human right based upon sex wealth ethnicity creed age national origin personal 
I guess habits, habits, habits. it cut off, but so I, mean, I think that's all, that's all good and, and very clear, but I, I just, it just seems like it's throwing some ammunition. I mean, it was an intentional thing to take it out where I don't really think it hurt anything to leave it in myself. I've never seen anybody attacked with that. Honestly. I mean, oh, it's, it's been very bad. Babs, you're, know. you're, you're Mises adjacent. You're not yeah. in the trenches, man. They so, don't know your, your I mean, Mises. but seriously, I mean, I don't know. Are, are are Mises people really getting attacked and saying, "Look, it says here in the bylaws that yes. uh, that you yeah, that, that, that bigotry is repugnant," the, uh, and and here you are. I'm calling you repugnant because you're a dude. That's no, that's kicked out, right? Yes, they purged 47 members in Massachusetts mm -hmm. saying they were bigots and bigotry was irrational and repugnant. Right. 47 I mean, members. Is, it's literally, yeah, it's literally right. what their okay, go-to so to, to attack me. Yeah. yeah, I just. Right, yeah, it's been, it's been weaponized. Yeah. And the anyway, other thing about it. To me, that is still, that's still the, um, not a problem with the statement. That's just a problem with the shitheads involved. Um, right. You know. I still like the new statement better. <laughs> I mean, yeah. what about, you know, what about well, because rather than a negative statement, now well, we have a positive statement. Exactly. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I was going to point out, too, is it's like, if not for the the loser brigade, as they're called, making a big deal of the replacement of this statement and using it negatively, if it had just been replaced under the former regime in power, people would be going, oh, that's a great statement. That, that really clarifies what we're stand for. It's still, you know, saying speak up for the rights of every ethnicity. What a great, clear statement to replace this, you know, kind of mucky line. It wouldn't even be an issue. But because it was used negatively and as an attack thing, they use it to say, how dare you replace this? So you can see it's kind of like a, a catch-22 and it would have never been a problem if they didn't already make it a problem. Shitheads, to me. It's saying we're changing right. our platform because of some shenanigans, mm -hmm. some shitheads pulled. That's kind of, re you know, that's... I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. Well, do you I think the other, really I mean, I still, these if you anyway. compare the two, do you like the better, the newer statement though? I mean, like to me, it makes a lot more sense. And I think, again, it's clarifying what we stand for rather than, you know, again, murky language, which has been the problem of the LP under the, the previous leadership in general, you know, un, unclear language kind of are, where, are, where do our ideals fall? We're going to go after these people here and toss them a bone and toss them a bone. And it's not really a clear, consistent message where we say, this is what we stand for. This is what we always have stood for. And now you're going to see how we put that into practice. So what else did they do to the platform? Something so about abortion or what else was happening? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god the eyes we <laughs> so we have the the dan smots oh, the smots the video. oh the so plan. real quick on his eyes now i don't think he doctored it up because i watched the original video <laughs> and one of our one of our do you also believe that puppies not, on uh, what's those fucking no, cat stickers on uh, well, little girls trapper keepers do you well, believe those are actual pictures of cats well if he actually i mean he doctored it up in this picture but I went and actually watched a video and his eyes were bugging the fuck out. And one of our delegates in our uh, in Maryland, he had to catch his flight. Really? So he he unloaded a bunch of his edibles and he gave a couple to the haters, Sarwark being one of them. So I was going to no, say, no. you know, the CIA gets the best LSD, you know, yeah, like, he, those, he looks those like he's eyes. that's for damn sure. Give him right. all the Johns. He's yeah, he, was very, he was very sweaty. He was very diaphoretic. And right. frantic looking. Yeah, I mean, he was running around like a maniac, going to all the, it, but um, well. trying to trying to just obstruct the last, you know, turn the bylaws portion. We we're trying to push it through. Well, 
I, I was in a Starwalk Perry sandwich. So he was in front of me, the delegation in front of me. So like every five minutes he was running up. And then I had Daryl and Jackie Perry directly behind me. So I was oh, in like God. a sandwich. Oh, that, yeah. God. It was, it, I was... I was working my juju, so I was protecting all of you. The worst that you guys got was COVID. It would have been much worse. You would have been dead, so, bleeding like out of her, the her, eyes. Her spells were she was she able yes. to cast any spells against Mises Caucus? Did she get the hair and semen sample? She she requested. She was she was telling one of my delegates that she went to a cemetery and got dirt from a Confederate soldier <laughs> and was using it to hex people, and then she ended up in the hospital. So yeah, God don't yeah, like ugly. Got, I guess it, probably uh, had a little. A little too much eye of Newt. Yeah, something. <laughs> the question is, if she's casting all these spells and they didn't work, is she like, well, fuck it. I got to turn to the Bible, I guess. Like, is she going to become a Bible thumper next convention? Try that tack to uh, try to get her way? hysterical. Well, she was dressed like Hogwarts. She was dressed like yeah, she was. Bellatin oh, yeah. Bellatrix Lestrange or something. Fucking Daryl Parra wearing, wearing kilts every day. and Yeah. And then and he, he was only put on his mask. Uh, what, what was Star Child there, yeah. and what was he wearing? I think that's the big um, question. So the first uh, day he he had a fairy wings. Yep. And then the second day it was like short shorts and some type of like fur like a belly shirt. Yeah, they got a belly yeah. shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Star Child works it though. I'm assuming oh, it was Child. fabulous. Yes. It was oh, yeah. fabulous. Yeah, Star Child. Was... Oh yeah, he had the umbrella, the taxationist theft umbrella. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have to say though, Star Child. Is you can talk to Starch. I don't know if you guys have had much interaction at, he, at the California or the Los Angeles convention. I was talking specifically about Mises, and he was open to it. Explained it to him. He said, "Okay, no, it sounds pretty good to me." So it's like you know, despite uh, the flamboyant dress, he is a, uh, a rational mind when you actually. Sit down. He's always been a. He's always been yeah, a solid yeah. libertarian. Oh, very yeah, approachable. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we hung out in Orlando. Uh, yeah. Yep. Like. Orlando was cool because there was a pool, so at least we could all just hang out and drink they all have, hours of the night. <laughs> and, Orlando, did you guys know they have pools in Orlando? Yeah, That's right. crazy. <laughs> this one was like the center focal point of the of like the actual hotel. It, it was like it was like outside. It had bars. It was a good setup. Like the hotel, the I don't know, Olga, you were at the the pool in in Reno. I didn't even oh, know where so the I pool even, was. I didn't even go in it. I didn't even know it was result. nice. I mean, it, it was an atrium. It had a beautiful view, but they were pumping in this cold air. And they, so that's probably why a lot of people got sick, too. Like the cold air was pumping in. Yeah. And then I don't know if you guys noticed, but, you know, with the casino and everything, they're pumping through their vents some weird detergent in the air. So it smelled like old lady baby powder. I don't know how else to describe it. So it yeah, makes it sense to me, like all these things happening. People were getting sick. And they didn't have steps to the third floor. Like it had like twenty some floors. You were trapped. You it only went down to the third floor. There was no steps that connected the third floor to the second floor, and the first floor. And yeah. I, I don't understand it. And they only had so each elevator. They didn't have any dedicated up and down elevators. So there was always like a thirty person line that took like a half hour to get. Oh to the yeah. Elevator. It was the worst. And like, I think a lot of people are blaming the ventilation, why COVID spread, but also we were crammed in there like sardines in, yeah. Uh, yeah. even on the floor, even on the floor. Oh, of the convention. Yeah, it was terrible. It was a terrible setup. It was so tight. We're so yeah. close. Well, just be glad it wasn't like a country music concert in Vegas or something, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, and Alex and you know, things go weird and they, and you know, you pack all these people into these casinos. You never know what's going to happen. So, here, so Jared, you got the uh, Sarwark video. Uh, no, I'm to that. I'm gonna switch to 
to Firefox because I, I I suspected like Brave was giving me trouble, but now Firefox won't. Oh man, the feds like, are fucking with you today, man. How would you guys rank Starwalk's performance? Okay, and and I think like what do we compare him to? And uh, to me, I want to compare him to Jim Weeks, and I'm gonna say I, I'm gonna give this one to Jim Weeks for bringing a little more flair, a little more style, and 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 rehearsal and choreography to to his performance than Sarwalk did. Do you feel like Sarwalk could have done a little better? Yeah, I think he could have done a little bit better cuz it was it, desperate. Yeah. I mean, he flopped Clearly. like he he flopped so hard. Yeah, Jim uh, Weeks it, put some thought into it. He had wardrobe, he had choreography. I mean, well, he had lack of wardrobe. If he- <laughs> it was certainly the height of, I think it was the height of his expression of like the frustration and the loss of the weekend. Like he had to just get it out there. Like at that last day, you could see like after the end of the first day, that it was so evidence of the direction that the convention was going to go. I mean, he had his head in his hands. He was done. The second day, he was it, he wasn't very. I don't even know if he was there in the morning. He he was more active later in the afternoon, just kind of trying the stalling tactics. But the energy was completely different with the new chair. Anyway, when we had um, forget his name. Todd was his oh, not Todd. Ted. Ken Molman. Yeah. yeah. The moment over, so the energy was... of the day was different, but but by Sunday, especially after the 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 platform changes, he, it was just like he had to like scream somehow. So this to me was like he had to let it out, get it out, and I think it seemed premeditated in my personal opinion. But I think when he ran into the guy, and it was just like his moment to let out his frustration and be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Did he yeah. actually call the cops? Yes. 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 He said he wanted they to press showed up. He brought police cops. into the yes. convention. Mm-hmm. Yes. He brought okay. them in. Yes. Now, I'm going to suggest this as a possible bylaws thing for next year. Anybody calls the cops into the convention is banned from the party for life. Okay. <laughs> Just no. You're not allowed to bring so cops you, in. Wait, who do you Anybody brings the cops in, you're done. The, the guy, guy he clipped. Clipped. that would be fair. He tried to press charges on the guy that he ran into. That he ran into. Right, yeah, because yeah. he was running like a bat out of hell to try to and go up to the mic. When you look at the video, he's running, and he's not even looking at the direction he's running it. And he's, you know, he his shoulders slam into this guy, and then, and then you can tell that there's a second that he stops and realizes I'm going to use this, and then he turns around. And it's like, I've been assaulted or whatever he said. It's it's insane. Well, it's said, watching in an video, insane person said, in slow motion. In the video, he called it a shoulder check or, yeah. or a shoulder or he threw a shoulder at me. He threw a shoulder at me. That's what it was. Right. Threw Clearly, a that's assault. It, it, it kind of reminds me of, you know, when like a little kid's running and they fall down and they're like, oh, I'm OK. But then they then they realize that the mom's watching and they start to cry. <laughs> I see your, that yeah, was yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, I can get a little something out of this. You know, so that was basically so the Star Wars move. On Facebook, uh, Sarwalk walked it back, and it, and it wasn't an it wasn't a throwing a shoulder. It became an elbow check, which yeah. to me is a, like a totally different claim. But at least, yeah. you know, like not assault. At least he's willing to change his narrative so, as it's so, you know. As yeah. I wonder what it'll be in a month. Is he and any of the other fakertarian people? Are they trying like legal action to like try and reverse? Yeah, he says he's going to bring. He he threatened said he was going to file a lawsuit against him. Well, no, no, no. What kind of libertarian calls the cops on fellow libertarians? I mean about the under any circumstance. Question, guys. I I mean about the outcome of the convention. 
they kind of like claim like there was any impropriety or or anything like that or uh they were just mad that we were really well organized and we prepared for this and we went they so they're calling us npcs and they were saying oh you guys are just a bunch of yes men but it was like we had like so many different meetings where we discussed what we would agree on everyone had input we we argued we had, they had to scratch things that they wanted to do because we all said no we're not going to do that we're not going to go along with it i mean we had, we had so many meetings and we were just so well organized you know the thing mm-hmm. that they failed to do and reason why the business has been so slow and just awful over the past few years in the LNC is because you have a bunch of people that just like to hear their own voice and they just like right. to argue and fight over mm-hmm. nothing we had the first two meetings like we had a meeting the last night that sh- that would have taken eight hours that would have taken probably eight fucking hours if if it was the last LNC but in this LNC it took one hour wow. one hour yeah. like it, it was it's insane how how fast things are just moving yeah, that last LNC that was the one I was a part of was just absolutely brutal, dude. That's why yeah. I stopped. Yeah, never go to those. Never, <laughs> never do that. I don't have time. Never well, do the next. Well, fortunately, the next one's in DC at the end of July. Yeah, so I'm probably, happy about I'll, that. I'll check that out again. See if it's if it's different this you time. You should come. You should come in person. We get to see our facility. I have not. I have not seen the inside of the headquarters. Uh, not, but are you guys going to are you guys going to auction it off now yeah. that you're in control? <laughs> I think there's I don't know. I don't know for sure. But the, it, there's should a lot be, of people it should be it should be it should not be located in D.C. First off, our headquarters should not be in D.C. But if we have it, why aren't we just using like why aren't we like renting it out for like small yeah, things and other things. I don't know. Like, I mean, why not money off? Why not in an industrial <laughs> space like next to a brewery or something, you know, with like right. plenty of parking and, and yeah. low cost, low, like low cost. That can I hold like our that idea a lot. Well, yeah, because think about it this way also. Talking about a good branding move, if you want to be seen you know, as a political party, but there is quite a bit to be said about the party aspect of it and people wanting to be associated with something interesting and cool and fun. And if we can make libertarianism a little bit more hip and happening, and by having a, a space that is used for concerts and for other shit when we're not using it for uh, for party politics, that's pretty damn interesting to the next generation. It should have up. like, it should have a greenhouse that's growing weed. It should have like, all <laughs> yeah. it's a meth lab in the basement. It just, it just <laughs> doesn't seem like the party needs to be doing that kind of shit. I would say auction that property off Right. Take the money, blow it on coke and hookers, something productive. <laughs> yeah. Something actually useful. Right. Like something that and, and you know, not worry about, um, you know, Beltway cocktail meeting, you know, um, parties. Right. just. Yeah, Did I... I mean, it, it's something in discussion. I don't know how I don't know what our options are right now with it, but but it's something that a lot of people on the board really want to get rid of. Um, so you might have your how good much? time to unload it. Right before that, how the much next, was uh, that property crash? I don't know what it's worth now. I think I know we paid it off. Uh, I want to say it was seven hundred thousand. I I could be wrong. I was everyone look it up. I I just that number rings a bell. Seven hundred thousand because it's a small place. It's not big. You can't even fit an LNC meeting in this place. Hmm. So Jeez. I have not seen it. So I don't know. But I know for sure that you cannot have a meeting in there, and it's only—it's basically a row home. It's like, it's like seven hundred thousand would buy a compound, like a huge compound, like hundred compound in West Virginia or something. I'm sure it's worth over a million now. I'm sure you yeah, can get over sure, a million. Yeah, in DC. You could, yeah. you could yeah, buy something old town Alexandria somewhere. No, yeah, it's such a, it's like it's such a, yeah, a it's nothing. A hipster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alexandria's like ridiculously expensive. I'm sure there's Virginia. some lobbyist ready to come right in. Maybe Raytheon needs more office space or or, yeah. or APAC or who knows. <laughs> well, some no, money. Some Ask Pfizer from- if they'd like to buy it. 
So I heard a cool story. I heard a cool story from one of my our delegates. Um, he was an old school. He's been to like eighteen conventions, and he he came. He was talking to us in between sessions, and he was like, "Yeah, we were. Um, it was the first time that the convention was broadcast on TV, and uh, Rothbard was there, and he said Rothbard they were going to make a anti or something. They were going to make a um, they were going to draft some type of wording or something saying like condemning Israel and condemning like the Libertarian Party." But it it lost like it because people were scared about how it would look on TV. The first thing is they're condemning Israel. And so Rothbard walked up to um, walked right up to one of the delegate who was telling about this from Maryland. And he said he's a he's Muslim. And he walked up to he's like, so are you done with this party? And he is like, no. And he's like, well, I am. And he stormed off the off the off the convention room floor and left and never came back. And that was the last time Rothbard ever was a part of the Hmm. LP. Because they wouldn't condemn Israel. Yeah. Damn. I was like, shit. I've never heard that story. I always knew he'd left the LP, but I didn't know what what was like the last straw. I didn't know, but apparently that was it. I was like, that's pretty cool. Interesting. Yes. But man, it was fun. I I I did. It was like there was a lot of cool things. There's so much energy, so much passion and like it's it does feel like a ron paul event it does feel like and ron paul was there he gave his speech yeah. that dude went on for an hour and a half at the, at the that was awesome party. i was it's just watching that i mean i gotta be honest who else here basketball. who else here was a little bit like all right wrap it up ron i got yeah, me me i was like <laughs> yeah. i was like he lost his fastball he's still like the goat but like you know he's he's 85 but i mean compare him to biden though i'm like oh my god like oh yeah he's, he's with night it. and day yeah his yeah, mind yeah, is so sharp. I was just, I was just in <laughs> awe that like the co- the cohesion of his mind. Oh yeah, yeah. it's impressive. When Dave Smith called him up and and helped him up on stage, and then he did yeah. the whole like the meme came to life, and it's like right. oh, what's happening? <laughs> it's happening, and uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a picture of it on my page. Uh, I, I posted like I did like a whole picture dump of the weekend wow. of some of the cooler pictures, and I saw in there. That- and check it out. That Mises bash was incredible because if you think about it, we had like we had everyone like of the speakers. We had like all these huge speakers. I mean, obviously, like Angela McArdle, Scott Horton, Dave Smith, Maj Ture, Zuby, Tom Woods, um, you know, Ron Paul, obviously, um, the other gentleman of the, the Ron Paul. And, I mean, incredible. And it's like we, we had them all like for us. It was so it was energizing, and it was open no, it to was everyone. A, that was cool, right? But it was our, but it was like it was a party celebrating like us, right? Like our effort, like we were there, all this stuff. It was just like so much hype for you know for that moment to be there, and it was just like oh my gosh, in one moment, it's like all the people I admire in this movement are in this room. How did the how the Ed Snowden thing work out? To where they tried to nullify Tom Woods? Well, a few protesters okay. showed up at Tom Woods' event. There was like and, two protesters yeah, like holding two. a silly sign. But did people well, get Tom to see event- Ed Snowden and Tom Woods, or did they no. really no. make it nope. simultaneous? Really same time. But they were both very well attended. Tom Woods had slightly more people, but you know they were both well attended. Wow! And that was another. That's another interesting thing. I heard that um, the Snowden event obviously was recorded, but yes. um, in order to see recording, it might be behind a paywall. Oh, that's that. Someone we were just talking about maybe using to raise money. Mm. I don't know. Is there a bootleg out? Hopefully, <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah. there is one somewhere. 
the gods will have got it. Guys, by the way, I apologize. I gotta. I have to boogie out uh, early. Like I said, I. My, my going out of town to Reno and then to Vegas two weekends in a row has made me a, a pariah, and I have to uh, take yeah. care of my kid. But I will be back another time with you, I promise. And obviously, yeah, and you it's always a pleasure and, hanging out. And with Brian, you weren't successful in finding any fentanyl-free cocaine in Reno. No, correct? no, yeah. I was not. Yeah. I mean, you know, I just I didn't try that hard. You know, you, yeah. you ask a few homeless, but they were kind of hiding, I think. <laughs> Um, especially when they see a big guy with a short haircut, they always think I'm a fed. That's what yeah. I go to the Finding go to the taco stand in Reno, if I recall yeah. from, or at least the brothel maybe. Yeah. But uh, yeah, well, just, and I'm trying to remember from Reno nine one one where I would go, and then you build up a tolerance like with thiocane powder, right? You just have to remember tacos ahead of time. But anyway, yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, yeah, plug away, Liberty, Brian. Age Daydream, uh, yeah, Mean Age Daydream is the new name of the show. Uh, I'm on Lions of Liberty and uh, do my Wednesday show. So uh, that's it. Thank you, guys. And uh, I apologize for leaving early, but uh, I will make it up to you. No, I man. promise. Thanks for coming. Yeah, yeah, man. Thanks. Happy Great 400th, guys. That's awesome. Congrats. Thanks, man. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you, Brian. Cool. Yeah, so right. it was cool. It, like, it was it was really fun. There were so many different walks of life that people I knew. And, like, so many good fans of the show were there. Uh, like, there's, there's both Stevens that we know were, were there. Uh, Andrew was there. Like some of these are like our P1s. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There's yeah. There's an audio like, okay. Uh, Hell yeah. So nice. keep an eye out for that. Yeah, it yeah, was the, pretty the, good. The bash was, what I heard. The bash was where it's at because Friday, that was much needed after the first day of convention. It was just so obnoxious. Um, that was when it was the most contentious. We were yeah. trying to push, push the agenda through, pushing the Mises agenda through. And uh, and then to top it off, well, I don't know how the other regions were, but uh, we had to go after that. We went to all the re- regional meetings and uh, maybe I'll save that for the after hours. Yeah, let's but, save it for the after hours. Yeah, let's see lots and lots. Oh, and my lots, God. Lots but, to say about that. So after hours. after the convention floor and then That's packing, sweet. packing our region into the smallest fucking room to have a region five meeting, I, I just was like. All right, enough of this. Alex didn't even vote for me. He didn't I know, even I didn't... vote for me. He left the room. He was so mad he left the room. I'm like, God damn was, it, Alex. <laughs> I was so fucking pissed, and I'll save it for the after hours because the, the words for – but anyway. But, <laughs> yeah, so the, the Mises batch was such needed just to be amongst our tribe, amongst our people. But was really cool, too, to see was a lot of people – so we had a majority in Maryland Mises delegation, but there were about, you know, a couple that were maybe on the fence or friendly, but it was really cool to see our Lieutenant governor candidate and her husband kind of just soaking it all in and just, um, and with one of our other delegates who's Mises, who's also running for uh, state rep. So they were kind of tagging along and they were just listening. They listened to all of, you know, listening to Maj and by hands down, that speech was like, that gave me the chills because it was it's so yeah. fucking true so true like all right at some point you know if you're going hard in the paint you're gonna you might be forced to sell out they're gonna approach you he's with like, some money and you're gonna sell don't out get comfortable yeah like he's like congratulations you're all enemies of the state now and uh <laughs> I, I really I like, I like Damn, Maj. Ma, yeah Maj just said there's people in this room who just what he said like, like he called out like half the room he said yeah you're all ready like, this goes down, you just aren't ready. Like you're like, just you're not or something like that. Like, it was, he's like, like prove me wrong. Yeah, prove me wrong. Yeah. Loved it. I, lo- I every time Maj talks, like I want to listen. And there's yeah, I just yeah. I think it's so funny. There's people in the party who just 
they just heart like, oh gosh, he said a, he said an awful word. He said an awful right. word. Therefore, he's the worst. And he, he the dude's from gay- fucking Philly. I mean, I know. He told a he, there's there's a lot of there's weird entitlement or clutched pearl people. Yeah. In our party, and in, you know, and I just always find it interesting. I guess because I grew up in New York. I mean, I live in Vermont, but I grew up in New York City, and it's just like, dude, stop with the clutched. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, sorry no. i live in northern some connecticut people consider vermont like you're in northern connecticut it's like shut up bitch is vermont yeah. um yeah but it's like the clutched pearls crowd really it's hysterical to me because i'm just like wow like you you're clearly not used to the way you know other people express themselves like yeah people talk like that <laughs> yeah i just like him because he's yeah. hardcore you know, like and he, yeah. he's no compromise on self-defense and there's no room for someone who's going to dance around that. Like, like, um, yep. you know, and how about some of those tweets that came out from there were some nice hardcore messaging coming out from the LP Twitter. You guys know who's in charge of it now, right? Well, well who, can who, we say who, it? Who did, well, like, like, yeah. Yeah. D- Dave Smith, Dave Smith Dave, and, uh, and a few others. other people. Yeah. yeah, Dave Brenner and right. Forget who yeah, else Dave, is on the committee. Dave Brenner bailed, and he's going on that like uh, our uh, David Brady, the the high school, the based high school kids podcast. Yeah, he ditched us for a high schooler. <laughs> typical, <laughs> typical libertarian thing to do. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh, but uh, yeah, but yeah. the those running the Twitter, it's pretty based. It's uh, you, you saw the reset. As soon as the the keys to Twitter were handed over, and it was just one tweet after another, just bombed. let me just can I just read one of these that I thought? Hell was yeah, good. put them. You should put them on the screen, Jared. Yeah. Um, should I? I got one that says we support school choice. This is from uh, at LP National, and by school choice, we don't mean we'd settle at the expansion of charter schools and school vouchers. We mean we won't rest until there is an absolute separation of education and state. Perfect. Yes. Love it. Yep. hard you know like just we don't need to dance around we're not going to incrementally you know like it's just like acknowledge it as just being horrible and and you know we have to separate well the thing is that's straightforward libertarian messaging this is exactly what libertarianism is and we're not going to sugarcoat it and you know just put it in the tip like no this is what it is it's <laughs> radical right it's a radical yeah. idea so kudos at least to get some radical messaging out there through tw- like Twitter is kind of, when you think about the history of the LP Twitter's kind of a new phenomenon right it used to be all candidates that had to promote the message and get the messaging out there and now sort of the the party and the party communication channels have more opportunity so it's going to be under more scrutiny and there's more opportunity and more chances to fuck it up as we've seen <laughs> I totally, like I totally disagree with like the prag like that prag mindset where it's like oh well the candidates control the messaging but i'm like yeah but the candidates suck you got to set a baseline <laughs> you got to set like no this is what we stand for listen this is on here oh uh, yeah listen the to world this. is full of blood-soaked war-making tyrants that must be stopped say u.s politicians who shamelessly back their own wars of aggression overseas Following the, in the tradition of Ron Paul and Harry Brown, we oppose their hypocrisy and promote military non-intervention. Who do you think wrote that? I think Dave Smith wrote that. Yes, that was Dave Smith. Probably. Yeah. We should have a I game eventually. I don't know. <laughs> have you ever heard Dave Smith reference Harry Brown before? 
Um, <laughs> I, you know, well, Ron Paul. It makes me think that, it's an old schooler was involved. Is that oh, a joke? Yes. No, no, no. He talks about Harry Brown all the time. Oh, he does. Yeah. Okay, yes, I don't, he, I don't yeah. watch the show though. Okay. Uh, okay. I thought you were kidding. <laughs> I was like, like he talks about it all the time. What are you opinions? doing? That should be a drinking right, well, game, of, like guessing who wrote which tweet yeah. for the well, LP now moving forward. I'm just forward. like, I, like, I have, like, like deciphering the Ron Paul newsletters. Oh God. Their most based tweets. <laughs> oh boy, spicy, spicy, spicy! But this is what it takes to attract hardcore libertarians into the organization. Exactly, it's right? already worked. When you, when it's you, already when working. you bring out when you bring out Bill Weld, you're not going to attract libertarians into the organization. No, it's not going to. You're not going to build a libertarian organization. You might build some kind of organization. Oh, here's a good. But one. if you want radical uh. libertarians, do this kind of messaging. Speaking of Bill Weld, this demands common sense gun control. We call for common sense machine gun decriminalization. As we see it, your preferred weaponry of choice is enough for public debate. Yes. I love it. So, Babs, on the uh, convention floor, any vote no? We had the. Right. Uh, we had me. Oh, you got a sign. Bill Weld vote no. <laughs> and, uh, and anything we were gonna vote for yeah it was great ron paul uh, oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> now you have to describe that for the listeners so those listening so um this is how all okay so the organization of the mises caucus on the convention floor so we were in communication via multiple channels but the best way that i knew like was each in it in every state delegation any vote no it was a big Red sign with Mises and a picture of Bill Weld and vote no. And any vote yes, it was a green Ron Paul vote yes. So we we were asserting our dominance. I mean, it was it was uh yeah, it was pretty uh it was pretty awesome to see yeah. on the convention. It was, it was fun. That's why everyone called us NPCs because they said, Oh, you were just looking for your your green and red sign. We're like Actually, no. no. Like I knew what I was voting on the entire time. I didn't. Those yeah. helped, but like that's only they were helpful for certain things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Certain motions and things that you about. couldn't quite. Yeah. Yep. And then also, it got hard to. You're you're on mute, Babs. Babs, you're muted. Babs, you're muted. Oh no. Babs. Babs. Oh, you're there we there go. go. I'm sure <laughs> the loser brigade could also respond to those kind of things and. uh they just vote yes when they get all excited and, and, and get a boner when they when they see Bill Weld's face up. There. <laughs> well, isn't he a Republican? Yeah, he is now. So what's his so establishment? It doesn't matter which part of the establishment he is. So I mean, true. remember, he was, he was, he, was, he was just there to let people know that Hillary was the best candidate around. Oh, my God. Yeah. What I'm just here to vouch for Hillary. Like remember that was his that was his libertarian campaign platform. I'm just here to vouch for Hillary. One embarrassment I came across. Um, this was a a good quote. Will Coley. I don't know if you guys know him. It, it, it sure. was I think off of Facebook, yeah. but uh, have one of his shirts. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, he said. Um, so yeah, this is the thing because there's all these hit pieces coming out now that the party's been taken over by alt-right white supremacists, etc and it's all the typical beltway regime libertarians or just regime organizations and and journos but um but yeah this was what he put out he's like when the 2016 libertarian party presidential ticket advocated for drone bombing yemeni children as a libertarian position it didn't make 
didn't make you leave the party. On national television, advocated for gun control in the name of the Libertarian Party, you didn't leave the party. Endorsed Hillary Clinton. It did not convince you to leave the party. Endorsed health care mandates. It did not convince you to leave the party. People, people who like Ron Paul took over and you left the party. Seriously, what a fucking joke. I, I, I saw that earlier I, today. I, I that? Uh, Will Coley. Now I emphasize yeah, I oh yeah. fucking. But the that's the thing. Right? Wait, when, you guys won, when you guys won, when like – when like Angela won, did you guys like unfurl the Nazi flag behind the podium? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I heard David you know, Duke was there personally. They were actually saying that about no, like they were actually spreading that rumor, like as it was like not even joking. They were saying David Duke's in her like in her suite with her. Like they were trying oh to sell God. that as a thing. Oh, yeah. And crazy. they were like Roger. And you know what's crazy? What's really crazy is that we're the we're the most diverse caucus in the entire LP. Seriously? I was looking at who's in our caucus. Like my delegation alone, we're all Mises. You have Puerto Ricans, you have gay, single mom. I was like, and just looking around, like who are the Mises caucus? Like we're the most diverse caucus in the LP right now. So this is such a joke that they continue with this and I'm making it like my mission of like, okay, where's all like, <clears throat> there's a new group on Facebook now, Mises, Moms of Mises. All the moms who are members of the Mises Caucus getting together talking about homeschooling and all the things that we're doing. And it's just like, there's incredible diversity in the Mises Caucus. So just all of this is a, such a desperate joke, but it's just one are of those things single, that- Are there gets, any single moms in that group? Yes, there are. I'll, I'll invite you to that group if you want. <laughs> it's like one of those things that one person says it months ago and then it gets repeated and repeated. And then, and then here we are. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm not a white supremacist. Like most of us don't even fit into these ridiculous little, you know, things that you guys keep saying. I didn't, haven't met any bigots or racists the whole time I was there. Everyone was awesome. It's just a joke at this point. Yes. Yes, it is. And it's, yeah, it's, it's always uh, when you see all the bravado online and then you actually uh, come in contact with these haters in person and how much they just clam up and just, just, yeah. Cause they, they, the things they say online and then when you actually see them in person, it's just, I, I want them to say something. I don't because I don't I mean, like that. They're not worth my time, you know. But if you're going to say something, say it there. Like, say it to my face. Right. Say exactly. it there. Like, let's hear it instead of hiding behind, you know, the computer screen. Mm. And then it's interesting because then the, the few people who are vocal, they're so awkward in person when you, you know, I'm always polite. and I, I have no reason to be nasty to anyone because... I really don't give a shit. So I'm right. just going to be nice anyway. But it's just like interesting. Like you kind of confront them with kindness and hello. And they're just like, they don't know what to expect. You know, I have my, my Mises pins. I was walking around with pink hair to, you know, like show my support for Karen Ann. And people were just like, uh, uh, and it's just like, yeah, I'm talking to Spanish with my kids. Like they, people were looking at me like, what the hell's going on here? And I'm like, yeah, maybe it's not, you know, what you think it is. They're stereotypes. Well, I think another thing too is is at the, at the Mises Caucus Bash, or whatever they give out like awards for like just different accomplishments in the caucus, and two trans people won two awards, right? Like, like for just for different things. Yeah, not, don't try on Philly. Like, not even yeah for don't try on Philly. Uh, Audrey, uh, 
Yeah, she's cool as shit. And um, Rachel out in California. And they got awards. And I'm like, I didn't even get a fucking award. Like, you know what, I mean? <laughs> like what the fuck? You know what I mean? So how are you going to sit there and say, oh, wow, we're so bigoted. Yet well, now, we did they win awards in, in men's categories or women's categories? <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't do that type of thing, okay? They don't do that in the music. Non-binary awards. Yeah, non-binary. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, the bash was the bash was where it's at. That was so much fun. Um, I I sat in the main convention hall to listen to Ron Paul. That was where the audio was the best, right? And then uh, we ended up uh, hanging out with uh, Jeremy Coffin in uh, New Hampshire. Or <laughs> Jeremy oh, was back yeah. there by the New Hampshire table because they put they put them. It was clearly done on purpose. They put New Hampshire way back with all the, the way in the back, like kids table status. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't care. They had they were having a good time. And then the, yeah. on Saturday, they hosted a the, they hosted a lunch. So they ordered a bunch of pizza, you know, for like the free state for people to come hang out. And it was so funny because they were haters. Like they were hanging out in New Hampshire because they just wanted to eat the free pizza. And it's just like, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it was it was cool. Friday <laughs> after the Mises Bash. You're gonna uh, talk shit about them online, but you're gonna come eat their free pizza. That's a nice move. Yeah, it was uh, right after the Ron Paul spoke. We were in the back, and it was uh, Otto, myself, uh, his buddy Billy, one of our other delegates from Maryland, and uh, who else? There was a couple others, but Jeremy was happy to be back there, and uh, he had a bunch of beer. And he's like, "Yeah, man, have one. You just got to listen to New Hampshire facts." So he was just regaling us with uh, New Hampshire facts. But uh, yeah, that was cool. It was it was a blast. The whole the whole bash. Um, Bumped into uh, Nikolevsky. What a beltway libertarian. Mm. But, you know, we had a we had a nice conversation. But, he, yeah, he was up in arms about – not up in arms, but just concerned about the removal of the bigoted plank or the bigoted language. Oh, fuck um, him. Yeah, but there was like, – but there was I'm a, so pissed at him. <laughs> he, he turned – he uh, – I, I sent him a request like, hey, man, you want to speak at the Maryland Libertarian Convention? He's like, oh, yeah, give me the details. on." I sent him the details and he didn't even respond to me. I'm like, you uh, suck, like fuck you. Wow, wow. <laughs> I'm but yeah, the, ba- the bash was where it's at. And then Saturday was just, yeah, domination. Angela won with 69%. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> Karen Ann, Karen Ann's was honestly like, it was so great that moment. And then when she got to speak... Um, to everyone and was saying at the end, you know, like basically she was saying something like, how dare, you know, how dare you not only like for what they did to her, but like taking away the votes of like the people that voted her in, like, how dare you take that, that what they voted for away from them. But it was a sweet vindication to see that um, emotion when she finally did win. Yeah, that was, and and well-deserved. She's, she's, she's the best. So yeah, that was great to see. And then, uh, yeah, what a, what a day! And then um, Sunday, you flew out Sunday, right, Olga? You were you were you didn't hang around for Sunday night. The the karaoke. Sunday, no, not for Sun. No, no, we left right after the Sarwak situation. We left. We were yeah. leaving right after that. Like I, we were there to vote for the platform stuff, and then after that, we headed out. We had to head out because our we had to be at the airport at five. Um, or no, we had to catch the five o'clock um, van that goes to the airport. So we were headed out by then. But um, yeah, w- was there to still? T- I-, I could hear. I heard the kerfuffle, and I was like, "Oh, here we go again." Yeah, Jared, you can't uh, pull it up and play, can you? Or uh, 
No, I think it's not working. Yeah, the feds. Anyway, man, the feds. They do not want it on the yeah. show. No, no. Yeah, but it was. It was fun. Oh, Babs, seriously, man. You had like these guys in Jersey were just like, this is guys, this is Babs co-host like right here. Like this is all oh, man. Where's Babs? Where is he? And I'm like, oh man, dude, I love his podcast. Like where the hell is he? I'm like, like he ain't here. Show. Yeah, we were we were slinging T-shirts on the convention floor. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Yeah, we were grifting hearts, by the way. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got the money. That's why I sent you all the money because, like, just so I wouldn't spend it. I was just like, I might just end up spending this stuff because I have auto because people were giving it to us through PayPal, and I already have like all these like my Netflix comes out of my PayPal, like all these different automatic payments come out. I was like, dude, I gotta get this over to him fast. Yeah. Well, wait. We've got. We need that money to buy the the these um, Ukrainian javelin missiles on the dark web now. They're now available for thirty thousand dollars. It's been reported. T-shirt so, sales will easily cover that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I figure. Right. You know what? Yeah, some T-shirts, maybe an NFT, and we could get like a dozen of those babies. <laughs> yeah, I had such I had such a good time. Um, I, I don't know. I felt like really burnt out, and I couldn't imagine driving. So sorry. You know, that's why we had to take a week off. I wasn't gonna put Alex through that because he got back w- late Wednesday night after yes. drive for two days. I was like, I don't, I don't want to do that. Just, yeah, we'll talk too we'll, much. You guys we'll talk about it in the after hours. What's that? Oh yeah, I guess we're coming up on the end here, but yeah, I'm we could you guys drove around the clock, but in order to find out, you're gonna have to. It's uh, been all. It's been an the, all LP episode, right? I know. Well, the LP is yeah. getting more base, so it takes up more of our time. I guess. Well, I think we should just do, before we end, just remind people that Joe Biden's a pedophile, right? Because <laughs> it's supposed to be part of every show. Um, <laughs> just, it's never, wait, wait, wait. wait we'll come back. You got to specify CGI Joe or Meet Joe. Which Ew. one's the pedophile? <laughs> meet Joe. Probably both of them. <laughs> yeah, the funny, reason uh, they came up with CGI Joe is so they so they didn't have to. Uh, so they didn't. So they could just let him do what he wanted. You know. <laughs> IP IP UP. We all pee for the LP. That's true. Thanks, Andrew. That is a fact, Andrew. And on that note, why don't you take us out here, Otto? Yeah, so speaking of t-shirts, well, we had some cool... We were handing out um, uh, the cards for Libertarian Country, where we had, where we saw our t-shirts from, and use the code PRL or PRL Podcast, you get a 10% discount. So we made sure that we were giving those out, plugging that away, like we do here at the end of every episode. All Damn, probably all 400 of them we've been slinging t-shirts for sale but like they have other stuff other than prl shirts over there they're like that's one thing i was telling people like this is like very underrated like they have so many good shirts good quality check them out libertariancountry.com and if you use the code prl2 and you spend uh, 50 dollars, you get yourself a 20 percent discount um uh, we also have a patreon which we're going to rec- uh, use for our after hours podcast which we're going to record right after this you guys can um sign up for as little as a dollar a month and you guys get to hear about that. You get to hear us talk a lot about insider people who we want to like throw off a vol- into a volcano. Just, nice. There's a lot of that. Yeah. So you get to hear all about that. <laughs> and, uh, and if you guys don't like using Patreon, we understand. That's why we set up PRLfans.com. There's other ways to donate to the show, in, uh, including Bitcoin. Send over some Satoshis. And uh, we're brought to you by... Um, Wheelie's Pharmacy. Go for all your CBD needs. Go over there. Use the code PRL Podcast for a ten percent discount. 
And we're also brought to you by Hidden in Plain Sight by Moral Bob. And until next time, live free or die. Statism's been free with the blood that is shed. Treachery, the flags of the tax bombs and red.